Welcome to Spirit Behind the Screen. Each episode, your host, Marty McCurdy, deep dives on industry trends around high reliability electronics and the supply chain in aerospace and defense. This is episode 54 with Spirit's Director of Purchasing, Kelly Crawl, on supplier management and automated reporting. This is Marty McCurdy with Behind the Screen, the Spirit Electronics podcast. And today I have our director of purchasing with me, Kelly Crawl. Kelly, welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be here. I think this is your first time, is it not? It is. I've listened to all the podcasts <laughs> and I was hoping for an opportunity to actually be on one. So I was thrilled when, when I got the email. So, oh, good, yeah. good. I didn't know that. Um, so maybe it's one of your goals that uh, it, we it was. So chalk that Hopefully up I do well. <laughs> I'm sure you will. Actually, Kelly, um, I know you come out of the media side of the business, not aerospace and defense and purchasing and I remember in your particular interview, you said I had to come in and build the department. We all looked at each other and we're like, she's the girl for us. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to just publicly, you know, commend you that you've come in and done just that for spirit. So oh, without you here, you know, we would not be functioning at the, at the level we are from a purchasing standpoint mm -hmm. and, and just like the communication with the customer at customer service level and all that. So. Uh, that is your role here, and uh, you continue to grow your team to do that. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about how the industry has changed, even in the short time that you've been with us over the last couple of years. And that is that we used to have long-term agreements that we could lock in pricing for a contract for, let's say, one of the major primes, pick any of them, Lockheed, mm -hmm. Boeing, you know, BAE, Northrop, whoever you want to pick. And those were locked in because the supply chain was a bit more locked in. But talk to us a little bit about what's happening nowadays where we, we can't hold pricing for more than about 30 days, right? Sure. But yeah. that really has been your big struggle with push-outs, pull-ins of all of the delivery. That's mm -hmm. your, your nemesis every single day. Yes. Yeah, so I, I think I started in this industry right when COVID hit or right after COVID is when I came to work for Spirit. Mm -hmm. So I, I didn't have any experience with uh, what the lead times in the supply chain was before that. But jumping in after COVID, it seemed like all the manufacturers were struggling with lead times. And because of that, our customers were trying to pull in and meet their CRD dates. So, you know, again, I think everybody was working remotely. There's a lot of shutdowns. So it really was a unique time for me to come into this. But I feel like we quickly grasped onto it and how to manage the lead times and communicate those with our customers and try to work with them to work within their schedules. So I think communication was key. It was learning about where our supply chains were coming from, what areas, what regions and learning about what the issues were with our manufacturers. And once we got like a handle on that and we, we kind of populated our ERP system with all these lead times and managed it that way, we were able to communicate that to our customers and even help them look in the future like, hey, we don't know when this is gonna stop. We don't know when we're gonna recover or our manufacturers are gonna recover. So what do you have coming down the line? Maybe you need to start pulling those in. So it just kind of gave me, it just kind of threw me in there. 
And I wasn't used to some of the lead times that we were dealing with, you know, for resistors, 142 weeks. Right. Um, and we're still feeling some of that yes. effects. It really was just, you get your feet, you jump in with both feet, you try to build those relationships with your manufacturer so the, the lines of mm-hmm. communication are open. And it wasn't about really, hey, you promised us this, now it's this. It's, hey, we understand what's going on in the world today, but what can we do to, you know, to, to meet our customers' CRD dates? Can we get partials? Can we cross mm-hmm. those parts with maybe another manufacturer that we rep, you know? Just trying to find any solution for our customers and communicating that. Yeah, yeah, that is your, your daily grind for yeah. sure and your whole team. You came in and, and you were one person and then mm-hmm. grew it. And honestly, you have a couple of recs open right now to bring yes. your department up to six or seven people. And mm-hmm. I think what you've done though is like you were saying, to get creative, I see the efforts that you and your team have put in in coming up with ways to, when somebody says to me, oh, I can't be there, I can't do it. Okay, why? Mm-hmm. If they don't tell me, then I'm irritated, right? Yes. But, but what you've developed in your department is this ability to kind of dig in with our supply chain mm-hmm. and get to know them incredibly well, understand their pain points, maybe how to mitigate some of those things, and then in turn relay that to our customer base because basically what happens here is that once sales books it we don't want them to stay in the order right mm-hmm. their job is done right so that's really you pick up all the pieces after that right and one of the things i know that you really have led the company on is our alice report so mm-hmm. for those that don't know alice she is ai so please stop calling and asking for her <laughs> stop emailing <laughs> alice back because she doesn't respond <laughs> no right so when this, somebody said somebody called for alice i'm like yeah. oh no our marketing's too good mm-hmm. but that really is a fabulous tool that you use just every single customer you have something going out so if you could speak to that because that really is a a big plus it is and i see it growing even from there so you know our alice reports are customizable reports that lay on top of our erp system and it pulls the data that our customers want and we can customize that report based on whatever our customer wants to see if they if they want to see it weekly daily whatever fields they need to see but it really communicates to them up-to-date information on their order and i feel like if a customer reaches out to me and asks me for the status of an order, I feel like we failed on some level. So I want to be able to use this Alice report, send it out, and it gives them up-to-date information on their order. I want to give them what we're doing to pull some of those orders in if they've slipped from the contractual date. I want to just give them all the data they need without having to reach it out to me. And for the most part, I think we've done a really good job at communicating that to to our customers Um, but i I still feel like there's maybe more of a a digital transformation that we could move on to to further inform our customers something that we're working on currently is adding more notes to these alice reports Mm -hmm. that give them the whys that answers all their questions without them having to reach out to us it's a work in progress you know but i think the first step was getting the alice reports up and running and now we're just going to transform it to even to be a greater value to our customers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny. We were, I think, I, uh, you knew where we were the other day at a customer, and, and there was some like hot discussions going on at the opposite ends of the table between purchasing and engineering, and they were talking about the Alice report, and, 
And at one point, somebody turned to me and said, can you send it to so-and-so every hour? <laughs> I'm like, I can if you need me to. <laughs> we can. We absolutely can. Um, we, we even set them up. It's not just for open order reports. It's for our projects. You know, any kind of CCA builds we're doing, we can inform our customers when every part is going to be on our dock. That just lets them know that we're on schedule. You know, mm -hmm. we're, we're hitting every milestone. So we could customize it several different ways yeah, yeah yeah when somebody's sending me stuff without me asking i i think it's fabulous yeah. so yeah it's and it really cuts down on our work you know it lets us focus on those orders that are maybe slipping we can be focused on that reaching out to suppliers and, and trying to figure out all the you know all that information instead of writing a report right yeah <laughs> writing yet another email yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what on, we all on want time to yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah we all want more emails mm -hmm. right right um i know that that we've had some really great successes here in the last six months basically just kind of getting creative on the on the buying side mm -hmm. uh, one thing i know your team is heavy on right now is the massive amount of bombs that you have so yes. you are dealing with tens of thousands of lines of bomb management so sales has uh, done a good job at uh getting you know getting leads and <laughs> and getting quotes so yeah yeah yeah, I think that uh, some of the tools that we're developing to help manage that some, but then also having great suppliers helps a lot. You mm -hmm. have great relationships there. But just for example, I know some of the business that we've won recently is really outside of the thinking is, you know, we've got these holding programs, we've got block buys, we've got things so that people are reaching their manufacturing you know due dates and things like that with kidding and all of that so that really has been a big lift from your dis your side which yes. is fairly new for spirit in the last year mm -hmm. it does keep us busy i mean we've got a dedicated purchasing coordinator just working on bombs all day and, and some of these kidding projects and the challenge with that is sometimes we come across a part that maybe isn't readily available or going to fit into their lead time so what we've been doing is cross-referencing those parts with maybe other manufacturers. We have tools that we can, you know, put in a part and it'll give us some form, fit, and function alternates. And that person just communicates that back to our customer and sees if that's a, a good fit for this program. But we don't like to come back to them saying, oh, sorry, can't get it. We really want to bring them solutions. It might not be the you know 100% right fit for them, but I never want to not give them any additional avenues that they could go down. So we really do utilize several different tools to find those alternate parts for them, and maybe you know put some more added value in into the service that we're giving. Right. Yeah. yeah for sure. I know one of our larger suppliers is basically like you said, they're at 140 weeks, and I. Mm -hmm. Say to everybody that knows that, I'm like, you can't plan anything in 140 weeks. Yeah. The world has permanently changed. Yes, and, and uh, there have been times when, um, we, you know, we carry the Susumu line and not a lot of people know about it. Mm -hmm. And bringing them an alternate from that line that is readily available, it's worked out, you know, several times. So, you know, sometimes we don't get it, you know, 100%. But again, we're giving them that information that they can start to think about, well, what can I use? What mm -hmm. can I substitute for this part yeah. yeah no no it's great i know one of the areas that i kind of give you free reign on and a credit card as well is yes. that uh, we do great on our analytics from a marketing standpoint mm -hmm. so basically you scour that and you see what everybody's searching for and you have built up a nice inventory here at spirit so yeah. that's excellent you know work as well we're um thinking about ways that we can get 
the inventory that we have on order that's maybe coming in early 2024. We need to get that information out there. It might be that these parts have a 52-week lead time. Well, we're almost there. We're going to get it in. We're working on a way to put that on our website and say, do you know, do to hit our dock on this date. Still work in progress, but yeah, I think that we're going to be in a good position to supply those parts that have been on back order for such a long time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too. I know that our cart is a work in progress, hopefully going to be spit out here pretty soon mm -hmm. to the public. It was uh, so funny. We started the cart project and then we wanted to beta test site it. And the first day we put it up, we had orders come in. We didn't even tell yeah. anybody. <laughs> and luckily we had inventory. I think they have bots out there that's just scouring and then they get a hit and they yeah. act on it quick. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, could, could be, be a bots. Bot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could be bots. Get it. Get a good name for the bot. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Alice, yeah. Alice's voice. Alice's boyfriend. Alice's boyfriend, <laughs> Ken. <laughs> well, I know that, um, you know, I'll give you just a second to kind of throw it out there. You're, you're hiring, and I want you to hire a couple yes. people. Knowing what's coming our way and the, the load that we carry now is just, you know, everybody's really at their mm -hmm. max. Give us a, a rundown. I know you and I have talked about it recently, like, you know, the qualities we're looking for in a person because we really are looking for talent yes. to come in with existing experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, experience is great. But just from past experience with the people that we've had in this role, it's really going to be communication and organization. Um, we get so much information coming at us from just about everywhere. You know, we have emails, phone calls, sales, organizing the data that comes into this department and being able to turn around and communicate that to our customer. The communication skills are, are just probably the, the highest. Organization is the second because mm -hmm. you have to organize all this data and easily find it. With experience, those two skills are gonna be uh, the highest ones yes. that we need. We're also trying to find ways with our existing ERP system. What can we utilize and automate to make these jobs you know, a little bit easier. Right now, we're, we really are trying to get these manufacturers connected with us so we get information quickly, and we, then we can disperse it automatically. But there's still some manufacturers that don't have the platforms that speak with us, so it's, it's really a manual process. We spend a lot of time just reaching out and getting updates on our orders mm -hmm. that feed into our Alice report, so we have to keep that, that rolling. But organization and communication. Yeah, big ones yeah, for, for sure. I know that uh, some of your other director level colleagues here uh, would say the same thing, and mm -hmm. I know that <laughs> everybody has their own rhythm, right? Yes. But I know that some people's organization drives some other people's <laughs> crazy, right? But hey, if it works, if it works for them, yeah, right? I yeah. mean, I, you know, I always tell people that we don't like to micromanage. Like we want people to come in and, and own this this yeah. this position and be accountable for it. And whatever tools they need to use to get the job done, I'm. I'm all there, but we have a really good process in place and it's been proven. Um, and I have yet to have somebody come in and think they have a better way to yeah. work, you know, yeah. but I'm all for, tell me what works for you. Tell me how we can be better. Sure. How can we be more efficient? You know, we're always open for new ideas, but yeah. We yeah, keep going yeah. back to the old tried and true. <laughs> <laughs> well, for sure, our ERP system is enormous, and, and mm -hmm. you've utilized it great. Um, I know, you know, our analyst here, Miss Megan Downey, is she's got enough work to keep her here till she's well past I retirement age. <laughs> like I feel like, oh, I could. We can automate this. We can automate this, but it's got to wait its turn. So yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. So yeah, the, the message really today is, you know, how we've had to basically adopt um, to meet the customer needs with, you know, allocation, costing, price changes, price increases, yes. and just managing the, you know, the larger bombs and getting these crosses. So thank you. I, I think your team's doing a great job. Oh, great. Well, I'm happy that, to hear that. And I hope that we can bring on more, you know, more yeah. people to support our customers. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you for being on the show today. Um, this is Marty McCurdy with Spirits Podcast Behind the Screen. Thanks for listening with Spirit this week. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to let us know what you want to hear about in aerospace and defense. You can find out more about Spirit's value-added services and product lines at spiritelectronics.com.